Tanya for the 29th of Menachem Av, but first the story. The Alter Rebbe's letters that we're dealing with now, a lot of them are um, inspirational calls for people to give charity, and many of them were for charity in Israel, but the Alter Rebbe had many causes, and the Alter Rebbe would send these letters out with his messengers to different cities and different towns, showing these to his followers and disciples, inspiring them to give as, as, generally, as generously as possible to charity. One such time, one of the messengers of the Altar Rebbe went to a particular city, and the Altar Rebbe, the Balatanya, he gave instructions that two different Hasidim who lived in that town were both to be visited to. So the messenger went to the first person's house, he knocked on the door, and he told him, he said, I've come on behalf of the Altar Rebbe, whatever the charity, charitable cause was, he told the man what it was, or said the Altar Rebbe needed the funds, and he didn't specify amount, but he said he needed, he needed money. So this man went around this house literally finding anything of value and any money he could possibly find. He gave it to the messenger and committed that the next day he was going to, he was going to travel, or that day he was going to travel to the altar ever, straight away. The man went to the second house and when he came to the second house, the, the man asked, how much did the Alter Rebbe specify? He told the messenger, listen, you, you're, not, you're not telling me a, a dollar and cents. How much money am I supposed to give? And he, he was very generous and he wanted to give, but he, he said it hasn't been specified how much. He committed the next day he was going to travel to the Alter Rebbe himself. He told the messenger, you go ahead without me. I'll follow behind. I'll come to the Alter Rebbe and I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the, the, I'll, I'll, I'll work out how much money needs to actually be brought. And once I work it out, then I'll, um, I'll, I'll be able to give that amount. The messenger went back. He brought back the amount that the that the messenger had brought, and he commented. The messenger brought the first person had given, and he commented that the second person hadn't um, hadn't um, given yet, but he was coming later. And the altar said, "I don't know if that's going to happen before the incident happens or after the incident happens." The altar left it very vague, but it sounded like something was going to happen. The the, the next morning, the first man left he, he rushed to the Alter Rebbe early in the morning or straight away after the messenger um, it's not clear to me exactly when it was but he, he rushed as soon as possible he came to the Alter Rebbe the Alter Rebbe told him like this he said go back home sell absolutely everything you have sell your house as quickly as you can and leave the city the man had no idea where he was going to but that's exactly what he did he rushed back to his city he literally within hours it sounds like sold absolutely everything put everything on wagons and left the city and the second man, meanwhile, he took his time, he went to Darwin, he had breakfast, he instructed his business, and then he made his way to the Alter Rebbe. And the, 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 by the time that the man had left, or by the time the man had gone and come back, whatever the case was, a massive fire broke out in the city. And the second man lost absolutely everything. He'd, he'd taken this time, even though he was so dedicated to giving the charity, he'd taken this time to giving the charity, and unfortunately, I guess, the... He, he lost so much of his, of his wealth all in this massive fire. In those days, fires would burn absolutely everything down. So it's a, a very, a very intense story. But the Tanya right now is talking about giving of tzedakah. And again, it's a very intense and very involved story. A very involved letter. Chapter 9, or letter number 9. My beloved ones, my brother, brothers and my friends who are like my soul, says the Altar Rebbe. 
I'm coming to remind you and awake people that are sleeping. As I was, I was going to talk about the theme of sleeping and awake, etc., um, who are sleeping, but they're not sleeping regular sleep. They're sleeping a, a sleep of vanity where they think all fake things in this world are real. To open the eyes of the bride. People who um, are striving to connect to Hashem, to, to spread the life and spirit that everyone needs to be bound, the, the source of living waters, the foundation, head of life, all their days and for their soul as well as well as their body. So I'll just try and inspire people who are um, um, who, who who should be you know um, having the focus and more spiritually oriented than just physical you know. Um, Open but blind, as Alter was going to say later on. Alter says people shouldn't. Now Alter is talking about what is, what is he trying to awaken people about? That their mundane manners, earning a livelihood, shouldn't be just for the sake of earning money. He's saying don't earn money and don't involve yourself in collecting possessions and being in this world in general just for the sake of physicality. We shouldn't be the house of the Jewish people. Shouldn't be like the like the rest of the nations around the world. The zonim of finesin umokrin l'neshayu v'nayil ma'ava says Alter Rebbe that we shouldn't. And now I'll give an example of what the Jewish um, uh, people shouldn't be like. We shouldn't be um, providing for ourselves and for our children, wives and children, just out of self love. So what does that mean? Alter explains, but it's first it explains why. We know in Hashem's tefillin, it says the greatness of the Jewish people, and the art tefillin to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, and to talk about the greatness of Hashem. Hashem's tefillin says, Who is like the Jewish people, one nation on the earth? Seemingly, it just makes it sound like on the earth, we're one unique, very special nation. And so that's what makes us very very distinct, and that's why God loves us very much. And that's true, too. The Alter is going to read the verse a little bit different. It says, Who is like the Jewish people? One nation, even in earthly, physical things, we're unique and we're one nation, we're, we're, we're entirely distinct and separate. That's the way the Atom is now translating it. That even in mundane, earthly matters, we're not separated from Hashem. And the Atom says that we don't say false testimony. When we, when we say Shema in the morning and the evening, with closed eyes, we cover our hands over our eyes so we're not distracted with, by anything other than the words that we're saying, and we say, Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, in the four directions of heaven above and the, and the earth below, while the eyes of the blind are open, can you close your eyes to Hashem? Hashem. So Alter is saying, we're, we're making this declaration that Hashem is one and that nothing else matters and that Hashem is absolutely everywhere and Hashem's unity is absolutely everywhere. And then meanwhile, we're believing that, you know, that somehow there's some value to money and that somehow the money that we have is some, is some you know, has some um, importance 
But it, we just said that God is one and that God's unity is absolute. Rather, this should be appropriate. Every involvement in mundane affairs shouldn't be for its own sake. But rather, in order, order to animate our soul. At the portion of God, which means if we don't take care of ourselves, our soul's not going to be able to be nourished. We need to have a, a soul in the body. Okay, so to that end, I need to make sure I go and work and I go and provide for my wife and my children, make sure that they're able to survive too, and make sure I have all the things that I need in, in order to survive. But I'm not doing it for the, as that's the end of it all, that I'm doing it in order to have money. That doesn't matter how many, how many um, zeros are in my bank accounts. Or at least that's not the motive. And with what remains from that money, because our objective is soul-oriented, we need to find people who have deficiencies, who need money in order to survive, and give them. We need to emulate God who gives kindness all the, the whole day. We need to give a kindness of truth. Whether the person is deserving, whether the person is not deserving, give charity and kindness to all people because that's a soul oriented thing and that shows that the money that we're making it's not that's not an, an, an end but that's rather a means to an end giving kindness to other people Hashem keeps the world going every single second now the question you might ask yourself wait a second if it's, the money isn't a means to an end and I, I merely have the money in order to survive Make sure I'm, I'm able to breathe so I can do another mitzvah and I can give some more tzedakah. Why would one give to his wife and his family first? You should give to somebody else first. There's no, there's no priority because your priority is to make sure you survive. And then after that, it's, you know, it's, it's just give to anyone. You, you're on your way home and someone says, give me all your money because I need it. You say, well, you know, my wife, it's fine. She's, she also doesn't, she, she, She's another person I need to give to, but here's an opportunity to do a mitzvah. So why does why does one give to one's wife and children first? So the says it's the only reason you're doing this because this is what halacha mandates that a wife and a children come before all other people according to Torah. Now saying saying that, even though that's a halachic um, ruling, there are exceptions. Chutz mitzadikin shevedoshem kainu levonav. The 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 righteous people of the generation, the tzaddikim of the generation, come before the sons. And the tzaddikim that are living in Israel, they come before the tzaddikim that are living outside of Israel. So there is a pecking order even above oneself and one family. Apart from the fact that they, they don't leave anyone that's comparable, and the, the, basically, there, there is some form of distinction to be made between the, the tzaddikim in Israel and the tzaddikim outside of Eretz Yisrael. But the point is like this. The Al-Tarebbe is saying that when we make money, when we uh, involve this world, even things that seemingly are required for pure selfishness, not even bad selfishness, just literally the, the desire to live and the requirement to make money in order to live, that's, we're not doing it for for physical purposes, in order to, well, I need to live, so I'm going to live. No, that's not the reason we're doing it. We're doing it because God wants us to live, because He wants our soul to be in our body and us to do Torah mitzvahs, especially the mitzvahs of So we're making money, 
not for making our own livelihood, because this is what God wants us to do. And we take that money, we use that money to support ourselves, so we can do the, keep doing the mitzvah of charity, and also take the remainder of what's left, and go around and give charity, just as God does charity with us, keeping the world in existence. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Tanya and anyone else needs a full shlem have a wonderful and very successful day and thank you so much for joining